0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop, the podcast on private podcast presented by Storyboard, which you can find at trystoryboard.com to launch your company's first private podcast channel. We're always really excited to talk about some of the things that we're seeing on our platform. But I think the thing that we're always most enthusiastic about really is the creators that we get a chance to work with who are thinking for their companies, for their teams, for their organizations about different ways that they can communicate and I'm really excited to be joined today by some of the earliest creators on Storyboard, bar none. Uh, we have John and Bobby from Mark Spain here. Uh, gentlemen, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great. Yeah. Doing great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, doing great, JP. Thanks so much for having us.
0: Really excited to talk. And, and we'll talk in a moment here about all of the great things that you've done with your, your podcast channel to date. But let's, let's take one big step back. I'd love to take, you know, for the folks at home to get them to know you a little bit. Can you share what would both of you do at Mark Spain and, and what Mark Spain is and, and just a little bit more about your team?
1: Sure, I'll start. My name is John Uh I'm the president at Mark Spain Real Estate. We are a southeastern regional residential real estate company with offices, Atlanta, Charlotte, Raleigh, Nashville, as well as Orlando and Tampa, which are launching in just a few weeks.
0: Congrats, by the way. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, no doubt. We're pumped. <laughs>
0: Well, really great to get that background. And there's a few things about your team that have always been really interesting. One is that you're covering a lot of geography, right? And you have people who are, are you know out across multiple states. You mentioned you're opening a couple of new offices, which is extremely exciting. And you know, I wish I had a soundboard because I feel like I need to do a drum roll here, but I'll, I'll ask this to you, John. Uh, can you share how many episodes you've published in your storyboard channel so
2: far? Gosh, I think we're at 103 now, Bobby, is that correct? We've got 103 in the tank. We have actually released out to the team, I think, 101 right now. Yeah, yeah,
1: It was fun. We literally just did our sort of 100-episode special, which was really just Mm -hmm. sort of a recap. And, you know, it was kind of a, a, a cool thing that occurred a few years ago. I was actually talking with a friend who worked at Zillow, and he said something about a podcast and how that could be a cool training and, you know, kind of piece for the company. And then I kind of sort of, you know, went to Bobby and James Sasson, who's an internal performance coach, and they had kind of completely separately been talking about a similar idea. So very quickly we said, "All right, let's let's do it. Right, let's put something together." And so it's, it's it was cool to celebrate that milestone. If I understand the the statistics correctly, I think the average podcast only gets to like five or six episodes uh, before it you know sort of disbands or stops. So we were definitely proud to hit that milestone recently.
0: That is extremely impressive. I, I really mean this huge. Congratulations to, to both of you and, and everyone who's involved with the, the project at, at Mark Spain. It is an incredible run uh, to get to your first 100 episodes, which is amazing. You got to do your special. Let me have you kind of back all the way up to the beginning. And, and John, I appreciate that giving us some of the origin story that, you know, you were talking with a friend at Zillow and you were thinking about this, you had other folks in the team who were thinking about it. What was the light bulb moment where you were thinking, you know what? Hey, there are many different ways that I could try and communicate with my team. You know, you probably were doing emails and things like that before. What got you excited about the idea of potentially starting a podcast?
1: Yeah, I mean, so pretty much what you you touched on, you know, as we started opening up additional offices, something would happen where, you know, one of, one of the things I like to do is make sure that I'm in each of the offices at least every two months. And so usually that would look like attending one of the morning huddles. And just spending time with the team for a few hours, you know, in the morning, you know, staying close to the ground, so to speak, listening to what's happening in their worlds. And what would sometimes happen is that, say, one of those morning huddles, a question would come up and, you know, I've been in the business for coming up on 20 years. So maybe share an anecdote or some thoughts on how to approach the situation. And you'd see all these light bulbs going off and people taking notes and so the, that's really where the light bulb moment was. It was like, well, how do we bottle this? How can we make sure that every office gets that piece of information? And so that was really the initial idea. In addition you know, to it, real estate is an interesting industry in that the, the licensing process in no way prepares you to actually transact or sell real estate. It's, <laughs> it's sort of frankly bizarre. It's a lot of legal terms. It's memorization. You know, to a certain extent, it feels like they just sort of said, OK, let's make it challenging enough so we can weed out like the people who are just, you know, wanting to do something quick on the side. But when you get your license, all of a sudden you're dealing with contracts. But on top of that, you're dealing with human emotion. And so that's what sort of makes this uh, you know, profession so fun and challenging. Is just you know the the people element. These are people's homes. In some cases, they might be in a foreclosure situation or a pre foreclosure situation, going through a divorce. You know, we sort of joke, but it's you know dogs and babies. I mean, it's all this different stuff. And so, with that emotion, what's you know sometimes challenging is to teach an agent how to, you know, sort of react to those types of situations in a professional way. So a lot of the early episodes were really Bobby and I just sharing stories, you know, and sort of saying, hey, this happened to me at a listing. This is what ended up happening. This is how it applies to the contract. And then Bobby as a a current agent would be able to provide his perspective. And so that's really the first probably 25, 30 episodes. In addition, our company has what we call the fundamentals, which are, Basically, the behaviors that, you know, make up our values. So you take our five core values, you take okay, here are the 35 behaviors that if you can do, you know, say 80, 90 percent of them, um, you're going to find success. And they're things that are pretty straightforward. Pick up the phone, you know, for conflict. Don't email or text when you have a conflict situation. Show up on time. Some of them very obvious all the way to assume positive intent in your interactions. You know, start with the premise that most people are good and are trying to do the best thing for themselves or their family. And so what we would do is wrap the episode around a few of those fundamentals. So we'd say, all right, let's today talk about why it's so important to pick up the phone and giving examples of times where maybe I took a shortcut and shot off an email and how that blew up and maybe created more work down the line. And so it really was natural. Bobby just had a real aptitude for hosting, you know, and, and, you know, it just, I think it worked right out of the gate. We were getting somewhere between 70, 80, hundred of our team members listening. We have about 250 when we launched. So we felt that, you know, as much as I'd love to say, everybody listen, they don't but we were still happy cuz gosh if we're touching 80 90 people with this kind of message you know maybe they'll tell a peer maybe they'll share that story in a huddle or something so that that's really where where it came from and 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 really what's still happening i think now and bobby can speak to this we're 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 back in the scenario type stuff but really leaning on the team so we're interviewing more of the agents mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun
0: and i'll just make the comment right now john this was such a forward thinking approach to the content, you know, especially as when you started, there were very few companies that were doing internal podcasts. Now that started to change really radically, but it's been so interesting. This kind of narrative storytelling type approach works in my opinion, really, really well with audio, right? Where you get the authenticity, where mm-hmm. if you were doing a show and, you know, Bobby has been in the field and, and he kind of has his, his pulse of, you know, what's going on and you get those real stories, it comes across in a way that's just so different than something like an email. So I love that that was really your vision from day one. And I think it really reflects a lot of the strongest content that we've seen across many different kinds of companies that we've seen on storyboard. And Bobby, what I, what I wanted to ask too, you know, (laughs) have you ever actually, you know, I'll ask both of you, had either of you ever made a podcast before doing this, or was this the first time you ever recorded audio and sent it out to folks?
2: I mean. I'll take that. I mean, I, no, for me, absolutely not. This was all just, you know, conversational is how I tried to keep it in my head. Um, you know, I think John has a little bit of a music background, so he's used to a microphone at least, <laughs> or at least recording. stuff. <laughs> but no, for me, it was completely new. And it was an idea that like John mentioned that uh, James and I talked about James Sasson and, um, we listened to a lot of podcasts. I would say that would be my only thing is, I listen to a lot of them when I'm in the car, when I'm driving, things like that. It's it's usually not music. It's it's podcast oriented. But the cool thing is, you know, and John will echo this, we were having some of these conversations, you know, naturally, like in the office and, you know, talking these scenarios and things like that and that's kind of where we were both thinking about it early on and then we were like, yeah, let's just start recording some of this because and then from there we structured like John said the fundamentals and things like that and it came, you know, kind of specific topics, but we play off of all of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that that's really impressive. John, Is was that kind of your experience as well? I know you had a music background, but how is that jump getting into actually making the content for the first time?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I, I actually have a friend who has a long running movie podcast. So I'd gone on there once or twice, you know, and it was actually using a platform similar to what we're recording on today. So, you know, it felt very natural. But, you know, I think for me, there was a comfortability just because of, you know, sales meetings and huddles and getting in front of the team quite often. So I, I didn't have the challenge of, you know, sort of what I've observed because frankly, we we will sometimes invite a team member in, and uh, there's one in particular we're trying to twist his arm. He's actually the guy who sort of created the idea with Bobby. But just he has a block around it. And he's just, for whatever reason, does not want to do it. So I, I, I can understand that. But for me, that that has not been a fear of my public speaking or or something like this. And so I also don't necessarily listen back to what I've recorded. So yeah, if, if it sounds silly or whatever, I, I guess I'll, I'll never know. <laughs> you know. So I just, you know, Bobby and I kind of joke. It's like, you know, you sound like you sound. You look like you look. You know, if you are comfortable getting in front of a group of people and talking, what's the difference? You know, with a microphone in front of you, but yeah, we, we we definitely have some challenges occasionally with some folks that we'd really love to get on the podcast, but uh, just aren't willing to, to to take that leap. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, Bobby was a, a, a natural, and I think you know, to to his point, a lot of what I would do as well when I was selling real estate and in my car a lot is listen to podcasts. So just understanding that, you know. Make sure that you know it's it's compelling content number one, but also it can just be conversational. You know, we don't have to sit here and plan this thing out with you know an inch of its life you know bobby has a depth of experience you know he's in the field all the time you know my experience as an agent now and and sort of leadership management at the company you know it would be no different than if him and i were just catching up and talking about some challenges that we had in our day and that's how we view it and so i think that that's an important factor don't don't like worry too much about making it perfect our first few were probably pretty clunky over time bobby started taking the initiative to look for you know, some music that we can layer in at the top and sort of have like a little production quality added in. But we didn't really worry about that at first. You know, it was just sort of like, let's just record some stuff and release it and see what happens.
2: Yeah. And I think that's where it's been such a benefit to the team. I had the advantage to be in the kind of headquarters office, which is located in kind of North Atlanta. And, you know, John and I would pass each other in the hall and it would kind of be an organic like, hey, do you want to record something today? And we had the equipment there and then we could just kind of jump into it and that was able to translate and then get broadcasted out to the other, to the other teams which we all know what we've been dealing with for the last year so when we had a message we really saw a huge response from the team when we would have updates that everybody needed to hear say last march april may as we were transitioning and trying to adapt to the circumstances so it has we had practiced it and had it kind of down and then all that stuff happened last year with covid and it was almost like hey this is a great you know, platform and soundboard for us to get the message out to the team. So that was, I think, a big advantage for us. Bobby,
0: you just touched on this. And this is one of my questions for today, too. What kind of feedback, especially from folks in the field who are, are tuning in and listening, what kind of feedback have you heard from your team? I know you've been looking at your stats, obviously. How many people are tuning in? Are they engaged? But have they said anything to you about how they feel about the podcast? What has that experience been like?
2: You know, that's one of the cooler things is, you know, hearing back from people, hearing feedback. We obviously encourage it. But the best is when you hear from say an agent that's new. They're new to real estate in general, not just to Mark Spain real estate, but they're new to the whole business. And they come to me and they're like, hey man, I heard something on the podcast and I was able to use it, you know, in my recent meeting, or I heard this about the contract scenario and I was I kind of went back to it, re-listened to it, and was able to have that phone conversation with a little more confidence. It's those things that that's the whole point and why we're doing it. And I'm sure there's a lot more of that, that I don't hear about, but that's the goal for me is to try to make this Try to limit some of that anxiety that somebody may have going into this business because at the end of the day you're just you're dealing with people and you're trying to do what's best for them but john's 20 years of experience you know he's he has a breadth of knowledge not just in real estate but in sales and in human interaction all those things we try to get out to the team and give them a little piece of that
0: john one one follow-up question for you you know with your experience and, and what you've seen from these 100 episodes so far 100 plus episodes so far If another leader of a company, you know, a CEO, a president, someone like that came to you and was thinking about starting a show, what would be the one big piece of advice you would give them about what they can do to get the most out of this channel?
1: Yeah, I mean, so it's been—it's you know, to echo everything Bobby said. That, that 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 those moments are so cool for me. And you know, we're leveraging Zoom for our sales meetings now because of COVID, and we're leaning heavily into the chat. And you'll occasionally just see somebody just say, you know, listen to this podcast, and it can—you know—it's the reason for my success. And so that just you know gets you going and motivates you to do more. Uh, for me, for somebody asking themselves that question, I mean, I think you know, authenticity is key, and I think consistency is key. You know, Bobby. Could probably speak to this better than I can but I, you know I am who I am I don't try to be a different person at work than I am you know at home you know maybe clean up the language here or there certainly little things like that but at the end of the day like I just try to be real and very accessible and so I think the podcast is a tremendous way to do that to where I've gone into one of our newer offices and maybe a team member that started 2 3 months you know and I just hadn't made it up there or for whatever reason haven't had a chance to meet or at one of our annual training events And they come up and it's like, they're just so incredibly grateful. And it's like, they know who I am and they understand it. And it's like, it almost catches me off guard because I'm like, well, how do they know? It's like, oh, it's the podcast. That's why they know me so well. That's, you know, and now of course I'm in the sales meetings. I do send out a video uh, email to the team every Friday. That's uh, something I do as well. But yeah, it's just, I think it's a really great opportunity for the leadership team to to just get down at the, you know, just at the team level, just I'm approachable, you know, I've been there, you know, we know what you're going through. And so that I think is something that, you know, we would not have been able to accomplish quite as well without the podcast.
0: I'm going to ask this to both of you. And if it's too much of an insider thing to share, I get it. But do you have a, a favorite episode that you can share anything about that you've done over your run? And, and if so, why was it your favorite?
2: John, anything jump out
1: to you? <laughs> You know, it's funny. I was, I was going to hope that you leaned into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I would say, um, you know, here I'll tell you which was actually one of my favorite. It just kind of clicked. But we we decided to do a get to know series. So we do have a few different sort of like, you know, as I mentioned, we have the fundamentals. So that's mm-hmm. sort of a, a a kind of podcast we do. Um, we have the agent interviews, and so that's sort of a, a series within the podcast. We also have the get to know, and so. When virtual started coming up because of COVID, we realized that we were going to have agents start that really will not have an opportunity to to meet or be in the office with their, you know, uh, leader. And so it's gonna be a little more challenging for everybody to really get to know each other, develop that culture, that that kind of like relationship. I mean, to have that kind of culture, you need those types of relationships. So I think it was really my get to know where Bobby interviewed me and I just got to talk about my you know history from you know, kind of childhood to, you know, how I ended up at Markspain real estate. I mean, that sounds a little strange because I'm sort of like, yeah, I was just talking about myself for an hour or 30 minutes or whatever. But yeah, just, I got a lot of feedback from the team because I was very candid and transparent about, you know, challenges I've had and just different things that happened to me in my life and stuff with my family. And, you know, I just, I think the feedback from that was so tremendous that that was probably my favorite just, you know, because of once again, how the team reacted to it.
0: John, one, one quick comment. I I love that. And I I totally get it. We've actually, obviously we're a much smaller team than yours, but what we've seen at at our company, when a new member joins the team, we're having them do a getting to know you podcast just as an introduction. And the response has been really good. It's a great way to to get a sense of, you know, just a new member of the team, what motivates them, you know, what are they excited about and, and that sort of thing, which has been a lot of fun. So I love that example. And Bobby, anything top of mind for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been so many of them. But I guess the style of those podcasts, I do enjoy that. Just sitting down, listening to someone, that's something that I do in my career as well. You know, a lot of times with our model, we are meeting with people that are complete strangers. And not that the people we work with are strangers, but there's several of that Get to Know series from our directors in surrounding states that I haven't met in person. You know, it's, it's a Zoom call. So it is very conversational and it's more it's not so much content related around our business but it's more about the individual who are you working with you know what why are they here what steps have they taken to get to this position you know what matters to them about real estate and and those conversations are a lot of fun you get to break down and get to know somebody they're not so serious so i would say that style of of um, content, I do enjoy that a little bit more. I probably than just breaking down what why appraisals are bad and things like that.
1: <laughs> and I would say too, you know, JP, what's really cool as well is you know thinking going back to you know mid March last year, right? I mean, here we are pretty much at the one-year anniversary of all the lockdowns and craziness starting, you know, Bobby and I really leaned heavily into the podcast as a way for me to communicate with the team about like what was on our mind. And, you know, some of the feedback we got sort of in the summer was, wow, you know, I had friends or maybe their spouses worked at other companies where it was very fearful and doom and gloom. And just because we were so forward with communication and, and honest about what was happening, you know, we had investors that we rely on as part of our, you know, some of our marketing, strategies that were no longer purchasing, which was causing challenges. But it was just that idea that we were talking to the team, communicating very heavily. So the podcast, like, I I don't know that we would have gotten through it as sort of uh, unscathed as we did without that kind of communication platform. So <laughs> great in a crisis, even just those moments where, you know, a new product comes online or a competitor comes into the marketplace and I get an email or two, hey, Bobby, let's just jump on a quick podcast. And, and that way we can just kind of get them. Here's what John has to say about it, or here's what Cindy, our VP of Sales, is thinking about this competitor, and we just get it out there. So it's it's really I I mean I I know we just hit our hundredth, but I have no doubt we'll be celebrating you know a thousand in in, you know seven years or whatever. Uh, It's definitely something we'll continue to utilize going forward. I have no doubt
2: that the podcast has been dynamic and it has been a more of a, a versatile tool than I think we realized going into it because it did become a blanket update there for a while of just what's going on. But it also has training. It has layers of training and very specific ways to help the team with specific areas of the business. But then it also has the interviews. So I think it's, if there's one word to describe the content, I think it's pretty dynamic and diverse amongst what we do every day.
0: Guys, I want to say a huge thank you from both me and the team at Storyboard. We've loved working with you over your 100 episodes. Uh, it's great getting you here. I think for anyone listening, you can tell these are two of the best that are doing it anywhere right now so we're really lucky to have them on the show today and sharing some of the insights they've had uh we look forward to seeing you guys get to uh to a thousand episodes and if anyone wants to check out their company that's mark spain guys really appreciate you coming on the show today yeah
2: thanks JP. our pleasure
0: and just to close things off for the folks at home thank you again for coming in joining this episode of pop where we talk to some of the best creators and folks who are using storyboard uh, we hope you got a lot of the, out of this episode if you're looking to launch your first private podcast channel you can start for free Sign up today at trystoryboard.com for up to 50 listeners or get in touch with us where we can support teams of all sizes. Thank you very much and see you next time.